Hello, this is Sam Kilhall and Hallball. You're going to be listening into two different kind of episodes that are going to be all for the release for this. This is actually going to be episode 29 and episode 30 mashed together. So it's actually going to be episode 29 as a release. But you're going to have technically two episodes mainly because I didn't really want to post the next part. But since it's Christmas-ish, I'm just going to release it for you guys. First part is going to be a giant update of what's been happening with family anime manga gaming with those rants. Then, the next part, you're going to have a little bit more, you're going to have little audio cues and stuff. It's going to be more lore that's going to happen in the world uh, that I do. I guess I called it the green world or something. And it's just going to be more stuff that's going to happen. Again, this is Sam Kilhall and Hobo, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello. What you're listening to is anywhere between episode 28 to episode 29 to episode 30. This is Sam Kilhall and Hallball. The time of this recording, Christmas is happening or just finished because it is 12.30 a.m. People were on their best behavior, but one of my aunts was not. In the sense, calling my sister fat and need to lose weight. And that something else bad happened. But overall, family's going to be family. Especially whenever you have different ethnicities in your own family. And people of other, other ethnicities can vouch for this. Especially if they're second generation or first generation dealing with families in America from other cultures of being assholes or insensitive to other people's feelings. Also, my mother had given her children beautiful blanket quilts done by a friend of hers and the cloth in it was made from the old clothes by her from her father and her mother and everybody cried except for maybe two people and or three people whenever we received them and my uncle's building is the structure's up yay now he just got boot insulation and wiring and stuff I put my loan in. I don't know if it's going to get accepted. Also, here's the big thing. What you're going to hear here in the next couple bits is me trying to add extra lore to the world. Oh, before that though, another quick update couple quick quick updates 
Um, I'm near the end of the Halo Infinite campaign. Uh, instead of finishing it, like I probably would have right now, um, I decided to listen to more IO, uh, World of IO, and I just got finished listening to the uh, Sicily fight, and the next one I'm going to listen to is the Oshura fight, and then so forth. Um, I had just finished uh, some anime, and the ones I finished for this season that have just finished wrapping up uh, for this season is the Jobless Reincarnation Part 2. And I found the anime, I mean, sorry, the manga for it on my website that I've been reading it on. And I have fully caught up on what's happening in the story. And I can't wait for the next uh, part slash season to come out for Jobless Reincarnation. For... The world's finest assassin that gets the uh, world's finest assassin gets reincarnated into an in another world as an asset, a, uh, aristocrat. That's literally the title. I have finished all 12 episodes in sub and have found the manga and have caught up some in that. Um, the faraway paladin has still got one more episode. Uh, to go because it's only episode 11 right now. Um, the uh, banished from the hero's party, I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside. Just got one more episode left to go. And I have already caught up on its manga, uh, Fruit of Evolution. I am, I think I've caught up on that on the manga. Not sure. Um, let me check. Nope. Come on. F U. Mm. I'm pretty sure I saw it. I'm pretty sure I'm on it. No. Positive. I think I've found the manga for it and, and caught up on some of that story. I have semi-dropped Platinum in on the third episode because I gotta be in a mood for it. I haven't started uh, My Senpai's is Annoying, but it's gonna be a romance comedy. So I know I will like it if I get when once I start it. And I might just wait until it's fully dubbed to watch it. Same thing with uh, Tick OP Destiny, uh, mainly because that's gonna be a purely fighting thing. Nikomi uh, can't communicate. I might just wait for the dub for that one because that's gonna be another binge one that I'm gonna like probably. This is a slice of life, a comedy slash romance. Um, 
one that was very sad, but also had a decently very decently good ending. And I found the manga for it, and I finished it, and it had a more slightly satisfying ending, even though the... I find that the anime, even though the anime took different liberties than the manga did, in the sense of out-of-order context of timeline, and the way things happened, I find it more reasonable in the sense of the way... The anime did the timeline for whenever he went to school versus the earthquake. Then the manga did it. In the manga, the 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 bad father gave the access for his son to um, go to school. Where in the anime, it's it's the uncle. Who get gets him to go go to uh, go to school? Which is which is decent. Um, more dramatic things happen in the in the manga that they're probably just going to do an OVA slash um, mini series or something recap or something like that whenever. If they do ever, even if they ever do a second season, they're probably just gonna enhance that out a little bit more and fluff it up a little bit. If they ever do a second season for that one, and that one's called Toshibabi Toshi Topi Kyomi Fairy Tale, uh, it's it's a Pretty good one. Uh, guy and girl fall in love. Kind of deal. Uh, Restaurant to Another World two, second season. I finished it. It is a very good anime. Um, two characters had gotten married at the end. And you get to meet the, me- the owner of the restaurant's grandmother. And find out what's the actual connection for the restaurant to the world. And found out, oh my gosh, the grandmother was originally from the the uh, the fantasy world and got re- and got teleported to the Earth world. And that's the whole reason why the restaurant gets a magical teleporting door. <laughs> um. I dropped Sakagon uh, after like maybe the second episode. I found it like I don't really care too much for mechs too much, even though they can be good, great sometimes. I sort of want to watch the Mekrochan, which is the slight horror kind of aspect with comedy. Because it's got comedy in it with horror and supernatural, I might find it con- good to watch. But because it has horror in it, I am skeptical to watch it because I don't like horror and scary stuff all that much. Blue Period, I've heard great things. I do really want to watch it, but I haven't got around to doing that yet. I watched one episode of Deep Insanity of the Lost Child, and 
I'm like, I don't think this is going to be a great one. The plot does not immediately drive, drive me to any conclusions of good outcomes or something. It's probably going to purely brain off kind of note. Um, uh, let's see what else. I did not see anything from Lupin to the third part six. Cause I didn't even know where to find it to start with. And I've been behind and I got to maybe the second or third episode of Lupin's the new stuff. And I need to catch up on all of that. Cause I like Lupin a lot. Uh, mainly because I find it funny and intriguing, but I've just got so much things I'm watching and reading that it's like, uh, don't know what to do on going to happen and stuff. Um, I found there was two more episodes going on with, uh, what was the name of that anime or that manga? Uh... Gotta go all the way down. Go to last. See where is it at? Let's see. I have caught up on the unpredictable strongest job rule breaker. Uh, I think I have. I'm positive about that. I have to re look at that. I am the Sorcerer's King. I think that actually ended, ended. Um, here he is. This is the one I, I was trying to figure out. Okay, Mysterious Job called Obanaga. Uh, that one, I definitely wanted, would definitely would like to see an anime for, but also I would, I won't see more manga out of that. It's only on the tenth chapter right now, and apparently there's a light novel for it. I am not reading not light novels right now because I do not like reading reading. If there's an audiobook for this stuff, I'm gladly gonna listen to it. I fall asleep when reading sometimes, even in regular manga stuff. So yeah. Um That's all of those uh, for next, this coming season. Um, oh, I need to catch up on One Piece. <sighs> I forgot about that. I need to... Uh, I'm going to watch the next part of Attack on Titan. Um, I'm definitely watching the next part for How a Realistic Hero Rebuilds the Kingdom Part 2. Because... I've already caught up on the manga for that. And then I've already caught up on the manga for Alfreda from Composion, Complacent to World's Strongest. Uh, World's Strongest. Um, uh, season 2. I've already caught up on the manga for that. And I've already seen the second season, the, the first season like twice and dubbed. Um... I, I want to see the... I, I'm definitely going to watch that. 
World's End Harem. I have no knowledge of this other than it may might as well be a hentai than, than for anything else. But because uh, it's basically a hentai plot. Because uh, it's nothing but harem, etchy, and stuff like that. Uh, I know nothing else but for the plot or anything else. Um, I'm going to watch... I'm definitely going to watch The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest. Because I have just caught up on the manga on that. And I'm reading it. And I'm going to love list, uh, watching this. If they, if, if they don't screw it up. Um, the Irregular... At Magic High School, Renaissance Arcane. I can't remember which one this is. This might be the one I'm also re reading. Maybe I don't remember. Um. Uh, the one that's called "My Dress Up, Dar uh, Darling." I'm gonna watch that because it looks like it's gonna be a great romance anime between a, between a person who loves the show and a and a uh, come um, person who loves to do cosplay uh, the genius prince guides to raising a nation out of debt I have no knowledge of this but it looks like uh, looks like it's gonna be pretty good um the case study of Valences Part Two. Know nothing about this. Probably not gonna watch it. This one I'm definitely gonna watch because I've already caught up on the manga for this one. It's called "She Professed Herself Pupil of a Wise Man." Basically, it's like a middle-aged guy playing. A VR slash um, MMO game, and and his character that he plays is an overpowered old wise man, and and also is kind. But for shits and giggles, he got a, a custom. Uh, character art design uh, from the from the uh, store or whatever, and he put it on and it turned him into a short little girl. And but yet still he's the exact same person. He just turned into a short, slight, slightly flat-chested little girl, or what well, looks like a little girl. And cannot change back to his original state form because uh, the game crashed or misfunctioned or just teleported his entire consciousness into the character and with all knowledge and abilities of everything else. Along with like other players that are higher rank, really high ranking and other things. And he's on a journey to find his other main sages because there are 
eight other maximum players that are part of the entire quote lore for that entire world that does massive amount of damage, but also known as the other eight elements of magic in that world. So it's going to be a journey of him going through all that stuff, but it might end, the anime might end on that note if they don't jump straight to it. Because right now in the manga, they're still on the tail of one of the great other great sages for that area. Princess Connect redrives second season. Uh, it's gonna be a, if you're if you like comedy and if you like light-hearted um, uh, stuff with slight communication between one serious character and. One that me is just airheaded comedy moe cute stuff. You're gonna love this one, uh, especially the first and second season. Um, Teasing Master uh, Takasan, which is in the third season. I have no no knowledge of this other than a girl and boy in the same class age and class high school and stuff. In the first season, the girl kept teasing him because she liked him and and uh, and romance stuff like that. And this is the third season of that. I don't know knowledge of it. Maybe that just by the pure art image on the cover, it looks like they're finally dating. And this might be the last year of high school for them. That's purely based on the image and my hypothesis. I know no knowledge of this at all. Um, in the land of Ledia, I think that's how you say that. Um, I'm definitely gonna watch this because this deals with v, uh, v R M M O R P G stuff. And then I'm definitely going to watch Love of a Kill, which is dealing with two assassins that are going to fa- that are going to fall in love with each other. That's going to that's going to seem very good for combat abilities and stuff like Mr. and Mrs. Smith and all that other sort of stuff. Um, this one looks interesting. No clue how it's going to work out or anything. Called Sebastian Bisco or Sebek Bisco. I can't pronounce that all that well. It's gonna be another powerhouse thing. That's all I can really tell you because I don't really know. I'm not gonna read too much into it. Um, nah, I don't really care for that. Uh, Okay, I haven't read any of this, but just by the title alone, I might just watch it. Mainly because um, the title is Life with an Ordinary Guy Who Reincarnated into a Total Fantasy Knockout. Basically, an old man and his young apprentice, or friend who's handsome 
the old man gets turned into a teenage not into a teenage to 20 year old knockout in the sense of hot beauty girl beauty and comedy antics uh begin in the sense that the goddess of that world is a perverted goddess who just wants to see people fall in love even though one was a dude and the other uh, one was a dude that got turned to a girl and the other one's still a dude but just a hot guy so that's going to be pretty fun to watch i guess um See what's the max. Don't like when it says historical. That just makes it weird. It says fantasy though, so I might watch it. Let's let's put it on the watch list. Slow loop. Slow loop like it looks like it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be like that camping anime that uh, had two seasons and an OVA season. Uh, it's gonna be heart. It looks like it's gonna be very heartfelt, warming. Uh outdoorsy thing for promotion of Japan's uh, outdoor scene is what it looks like it's going to be. Mainly because uh, the synopsis is basically one girl comes across another girl fishing next to one of the waterways and doesn't really know too much about fishing and the girl fishing there teaches her a teeny bit about fishing and they're both there because they don't want to meet their new families there uh, because their parents married. Unbeknownst to the, either of them that their parents married each other and now they're both sisters. So that's going to be nice. Um, let's see, what's this one? That's this season. That's this entire season stuff that I'm going to be watching. Most definitely, I'm going to be watching. Uh, I got back into the gate anime because I didn't know if I finished the manga for it or not, or I just finished the anime to a certain point, not really remembering if I watched, if I read that part of the anime, the manga, or just watched the anime to a certain point. It's like, oh, I want to read what happens next. And I found it, and then I stopped. And then I forgot where I where I where I uh, read it from, because I looked up the looked up looked up the the manga again, got clicked a section of the of it like uh I don't remember where this is, and I went to watch the the anime again, and it's like, 
great. I love all this. And all of a sudden, the Dark Elf appears. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. This is why I didn't like watching the anime to this extent. Because this bitch shows up. And it doesn't help that the 100-year-old teenager is in extreme denial slash autism because she's in extreme depression that her own father is dead and doesn't want to accept her, her father's dead so much so that she's literally an Alzheimer's patient walking around wondering where her father is around a Marine slash... Uh, sorry an army base camp with a town and stuff and everybody in the town and the Marines, or at least majority of the actual locals of the town and the Marines know not to approach her because she is an Alzheimer's patient who doesn't understand or doesn't want to accept death. And it's hinted at in the anime that she was the chosen's daughter and everything was always given to her to begin with so she doesn't necessarily know how to take care of herself. So, big issue there. Um, let's see. My games of the year so far... Or the only games I've really played this year, which is Battlefield 5, Halo Infinite, Minecraft, Minecraft modded stuff. Um, what was it? Dicey Dungeon, Destiny 2, Age of Empires, the newest one, which I think is 4, <coughs> StarCraft 2. And Borderlands, Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3. Oh, and Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, those are all the games I played this year. Uh, in order of my favorites so far is Halo Infinite, Destiny, Dingy, uh, D uh, Dicey Dungeon, Borderlands 3, Borderlands... And all that for story-wise. For pure play-on. For pure gameplay playthrough. If you're just wanting to play something. And have something in the background while you're playing it. Uh, the top order would probably be. If you're not playing in story. Or interested in the story at all. And you're just mainly playing like the multiplayer. And like grinding stuff. Um. Halo, uh, in order of what well, I feel fun, um, Dunge Dicey Dungeon is on top, mainly because it's a si mainly silent game that all you gotta do is do some slight mathing in your own head and figuring out with the luck of literally a six-sided die in-game to figure out what the heck is go is going to happen to me, my little character, 
to go through this dungeon and finish and then getting to the next stage. And then you gotta do that to all the characters and unlock all the different kind of characters at the same time. I've unlocked almost all the characters, but I'm still working my way through all the characters. And but right now I'm mainly sticking with like one kind of character right now. Uh the second game would probably be I wanna say it's sort of a tie between Halo Infinite's multiplayer and Destiny 2. Mainly because they to me they feel slightly similar, but I would probably put Destiny 2 over Halo Infinite multiplayer, just mainly because I've had more practice and time with that multiplayer and also uh PvE. Uh because that was a lot is a lot more better repetition than I already know. Um with Halo Infinite multiplayer, uh there's too much hindsight fixes that they needed to make so badly and they and they couldn't have done it nowhere near in time because they I don't know whose fault it is, honestly. It could be a, it could be a management's problem. It could be a Microsoft problem. It could be just three four three in general. That's a whole problem because the biggest issues right off the bat with Halo Infinite in entirety, campaign and multiplayer, is that they did not lock down the main hit points. That they were supposed to do at launch when the games comes out. Which are have a damn campaign story that's fun to play and is not too repetitive and has different environments. Yes, that may be sub things in one thing, but the main big point is. Have a campaign story that is fun to play. Number one point. Number two point. Have a multiplayer ability to actually play that's not crashing every fucking minute. And And the movement speed and all this other stuff is playable. Point three. Co op land party. Meaning split screen on the same console so multiple family members or friends can play together. That's point three. Point four. Forge. Customization and multiplayer part of the actual game stuff. Those are four main points. That none of them actually happened during the entirety of Halo Infinite. The only things that they focused on was the first and the second point. Oh, Sorry, I should reiterate. The only things that they did was have a campaign story. It's okay to play... And then that. Multiplayer. 
Yes, there is a multiplayer. It's completely separate from the campaign. Is it fun to play in the sense of repetition? Eh, debatable. Uh, did the split-screen co-op thing happen? No. Because they literally had different apartments that did not communicate with each other at all, or very badly at least, the multiplayer portion that actually got finished first before the actual campaign got so fucking obliterated by the rest of the Halo's community because they... The entire, to us, the community, the entire development team, meaning anybody that is part of Microsoft's head office people that is over 343 are such asshole idiots in the sense of naivety or just plain ignorance, not understanding what the fuck an actual game is used to do when it goes to free to play. You're not supposed to immediately fucking scam your entire player base that you've built up for the past fucking 20 years. That's just killing your community base. You're killing your fucking profits right there. I don't care what you say. You're literally killing your profits the majority of it, especially if you want, if you actually want to keep your fucking player base and bring them back, have your fucking campaign. No, sorry, I'm having mix mix the words. Multiplayer wise, has to have ability to have customization, not. Fucking crash your client side part of your party. Also, you're supposed to be able to fucking save it without it crashing either. What's it doing? Crashing every time you try to play with your friends and your own party. Even if you're not playing customization stuff. What are they doing? Not doing it. They're focusing on... Two different things because their team is too small because they rely too heavily, which is my main point of why the entire thing is fucked up. They rely too heavily on contracting programmers and designers and everything else with a limited contract and not able to get them back in the team to fix the problems that either they created by accident or not communicating why what the fuck happened in the sense of this person made this aspect of the game just specifically for this aspect of the game for this way because they were contracted to do it this way And because they did it this way, 
if anybody else besides maybe them does anything to try to fix that or tries to puzzle piece it, jigsaw it into another spot into a way that is changing maybe literally one number or one letter, it's going to make a cascade domino effect of fucking something else down the line by accident. Case in point, they warned us on Reddit that give us time and we can't just do everything because everything's too mashed together because if we clip this one point by giving you guys what you need for uh, experience points for a challenge-only based system for gaining experience... Yeah, you're going to experience extra lag because that's what's happening now. They finally baby-stepped their way to a decent point system for... uh, Or less than decent way to give you experience points for a, quote, battle pass. That's not really a battle pass. And... Because they did that minor fix, a crap ton of people are having horrible lag issues because of packet data not not reading on their servers for people being in spots that they're supposed to be or not supposed to be on each different player's screens. Which is fucking annoying. And because of this, they had to do all this before their Christmas break and New Year's break because Microsoft's a son of a bitch. When it comes to main maintenance people who don't understand shit and only care about their bottom dollar, when it comes to actually fixing fixing shit, that they shouldn't have had needed fixing if they would have done it properly the fucking first time. In the sense, when it comes to not listening to fucking marketers or fucking lawyers who don't understand shit about an actual game. And if they actually are part of the actual community that the game is part of in, oh, more to them. Maybe they should learn to listen. I know I'm saying all of this on my high horse. I'm sorry. I know I'm not a game developer. And I know I'm not all this other stuff. But you 22 people out there, I'm sorry that you're going to have to listen to all this. I'm going to stop it here, and I'm going to break it, and then I'm going to give you an extra part for it, and... Yeah. Enjoy the extra lore you're going to get from me. Uh, Note, I am sorry I have not done more research. 
I will definitely try to do this part of the research since this is stage two of my world. Even though I haven't even finished phase one. Because I'm almost going to do these worlds in parallel in the sense that this world happened like this and this world happened like this in the sense that there's two different worlds. But I definitely want to do as as I hear out of the out of the Board of Io phase one was this phase two is this and all this other stuff. My phases are going to be completely different with the way he did his phases in the sense that this one event is going to happen and it's no as a no matter what nothing can change it kind of event. And this entire thing is purely going to be aesthetic and world building, but not actually playable right now in the sense I don't know how to fucking DM or do even the homebrew DM stuff, not to mention... I only want to build story and characters. I don't really want to run this shit. Mainly because I am a coward. I am fucking lazy. All I want to do is sleep, eat, game, videos, and work. Work so I can listen to podcasts and come home and game and sleep and eat. That's really all I want to do in life. But the problem is, there's one aspect of that that I keep forgetting to put in that equation. And that is a love life. Which I'm fucked with. Because I'm bad at communication with girls in the sense of social cues of when somebody is flirting with me. I'm dense as fuck. That's another rant altogether. Anyway, please enjoy the lore that you're going to encounter. Uh, quick, this is a quick one. I just thought of a spell that could be used in the world in the sense that there's not really going to be too much magic or magic at all. But I don't know how I'm going to implement it, but I just came up with this idea. And these. Okay. The curse slash spell slash enchantment or whatever you want to call it is basically going to be. Uh, or error or whatever you want to call it. It's basically going to be a. It's be, it's gonna be like a slave enchantment, or stuff like something like something similar to it, like how you guys, or slave bracelet, or choker, or collar, or anklet, or tattoo, or or just mine mine enchantment in the sense it's only in the mind no one else can see it or stuff like that 
Um, it's something similar to that, but the uh, it's different at the same time. I just had this idea because I just got finished listening to. Uh, I, I just uh, uh, the spire. Uh, from World of I.O. I just got finished listening to one of its well, one of uh, that guy's um, DMs uh, uh, Dungeon Masting uh, D&D game or home, slight homebrew D&D game and stuff like that I just got finished listening to his uh, one of his sessions se sessions with his, uh, with his players and um, this spell will give okay there's only two parts of it well, technically there will be three parts to this entire thing first part the person who casting the spell can own the original there's going to be, there's gonna be, there's gonna be the original there's going to be the copy and there's going to be the, uh, the, what was it, um, the misspelled version. The reason I say misspelled version is because that's just who I am. And how I've interpreted the different magic systems and magic circle systems throughout all the anime and all of the fantasy stuff I've over over uh, I've looked over the years and stuff. The constant theme that I've always seen through like the overpowered guys and stuff is that the overpowered guys have no know the original circles, uh, magic circles and original words and stuff like that. And the and the world they're either rebirthed into or they gain access to is that it's been years or thousands of years down the line and the current generation because of so many copies of a copies of a copies of a copies uh, there have been misspellings there have been misconcepts uh, miscommunications misdeeds and lies spread throughout uh all that stuff. That's why I said there's going to be a misspelling. Because um, the original of this is a what I have come to learn is called a patron's mark. And the only thing that you cannot do is literally kill the patron without killing yourself before even getting one meter from the patron. That includes ranged weapons, spells, incantations, swords, or any effects are not allowed 
one meter from the patron, even if you cast it beyond one meter. So anybody who has a patron's mark has that. Problem with the patron's mark in a sense when it comes to the misspelling. The misspelling of the patron's mark, depending on which patron you're going to be going for, right now I only have three patrons in the in, my, in the green world, which is more technology-based, period, is that the um, the misspelling of it has a more cursed more actual of a curse version of it because the misspelling of it is they misspelled the the patron's name or they just misspelled one aspect of the circle like they drew it wrong, like they drew a square instead of a circle, or they drew a pentagram instead of a square, or just like a wrong shape of a thing because of bad memory. And because of that, and that being written down more, the best way to get rid of it is with an actual patron circle, the original circle. The original uh, incantation or circle or whatever. And if you wish to remove the patron circle, you can. And the only cost is a section of your memory. And the reason I say a section of your memory is pure deterrent, but also because the patron uses your memory to to learn from the mistakes that either you yourself made with the patron's mark or what the patron must have must do proactively to keep his uh, to keep his disciples or or followers however you would say it then there would be other things similar to that that is going to be how about that now with the misspell depending on the the, the depending on the misspelling the patron is always going to be getting is always going to be getting some kind of acknowledgement in the sense of what the hell happened to um, the person who got the misspelling put on top of them or the person who actually did the misspelling because the biggest catch with that entire thing is the person Casting the misspelling cannot cast that without getting the misspelling on themselves at the same time. In the sense of a different uh, kind of misspelling. Because misspelling that they give upon a quote slave 
is what they interpret as a serial number to identify the slave is actually and and they get and they also happen to receive a different mark that also identifies that slave every mark every misspelled mark that is on the original caster who cast that misspelled uh patron's uh sign uh patron's mark is going to be acknowledged as a sin or acknowledged as a act uh, against the patron that it is going against now because kill hall is a lawful evil in my world or something similar to it. It's more of a chaotic lawful. In the sense that he neither neither cares nor he doesn't care if you live, die, freedom. He believes in the pure, pure part of freedom. In the sense of no rules, period, no exceptions of rules, period, and all this other stuff. But again, he's a chaotic God in the sense that even he would like to put rules in place in the free, in the sense of freedoms. And that's why the, one of the, that's one of the main reasons why the patron's mark is implemented in general. But because of the time period of this world that I'm creating now, the patron's thing is only viewed in like certain sects of the world and not all the way. Talk more later. Okay guys, this is going to be part two of what I was just talking about earlier. Uh, I got off work early, and I just had the, and I had a had a good idea thought to that w went with um, uh, the patron's mark. Um, have it slightly genetically uh, passed down, but only ever as a rare chance, in the sense that it can only be like certain factors have to be made. For the gen for the thing to pass down, but it has to, only the patron knows about it. So, if say character A gets the patron's mark, which is an original mark, gets the power and everything. And then dies without having a successor. Meaning having a child. Period. And the sentence. Heterosexual. Doesn't matter. Heterosexually. Child. Like that way. And it cannot be. Also. The criteria of it. Is that. There can be no incest period with the mark. If the if there is an incest with a, the same mark or even with a different mark, 
of the, of the same bloodline, like cousins and sisters and even distant cousins, it's got to, it's going to corrupt the marks, which will probably be a fourth generation mark, I guess, because... Is that okay? Okay, that just gave me a different idea completely. Damn, flying off the handles with ideas now. Okay, tangent, tangent to that about people wanting to monopolize on the marks in the sense of wanting to make greater marks or combining marks to see if they can or whatever because they happen to figure out a way to that somehow the marks are slightly genetic, genetically. In, Induced into the into the the uh, the follower or whoever, and they want to do that. Okay, it becomes a curse mark if if they if any. Okay, because there's only three gods in my in my world, and if all three gods. Give the exact same family all three marks, and that family somehow tries to combine all three marks into one kid or one generation of kids in general, or just two, and tries to make it into one mark. That is, no, there's going to be corruption, and the all three. The only God that that's, I am completely confused my own self now. Damn it. Okay. All three gods cannot have one human. Quote. Okay. But I'm going to count. I am going to jinx myself here, and I'm definitely going to. Um, uh, re redo or I'm going to uh, contradict myself 100% if I say this but I'm going to say it anyway all three gods cannot have one being of living soul with a physical form that whatever kind of creature or race or being you you think it is, if it's a physical form being, it cannot receive all three marks. It can only receive one mark, meaning it cannot receive two marks either. It can only receive one. It cannot receive three. It cannot receive two. It can only receive one. And the patron itself has to acknowledge of each mark, has to acknowledge of like a giant spreadsheet kind of book list of hey who's got what mark and also in the sense of of it's going to be slightly sketchy but it's also going to be slightly easier to read it in the sense of keeping up with all this stuff um, that the main circle that encompasses the the, the God's Mark actually has a genetic code serial code number. Meaning 
whatever the genetic code of that being is, because every per every human being, okay. Side note, tangent: every human being of right now that we know of on Earth of this current time where I'm speaking of knows that everybody's DNA code is very different from the next human being. Yes, there may be similar similar uh, con concepts or visual cues, but every DNA is different in a certain way. Okay, take that DNA strand code. That DNA strand code is going to be that is going to be the serial number that literally surrounds the circle of the original mark for whoever that follower is that the patron has given to that person. Okay. Now that I got that part away, now we're going into more logistics of what the fuck's gonna happen with different things. Okay. I'm gonna have to fucking write this down or have a third party look at it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go with different versions of one patron's mark. Okay. I'm just going to do with Kill Hall marks, right? Kill Hall's patron's mark right now because he is literally the embodiment of chaos for the entire world that makes everything interesting in the world that is going to be the most chaotic and contradictory of everything else. <sighs> everything that contradicts itself that I am saying is because of the god Kill Hall. <sighs> Lawful chaos is what his... I know I just said something earlier. I don't remember immediately. Like evil whatever or whatever he, he's literally chaos but he has lawfulness inside the chaos in the sense of anarchy and all this other stuff whoo okay now I said that much I hope you guys are taking notes because <laughs> I am not um whoo okay Yes, my world is officially starting off in the sense of the, the viewpoint of Red and everybody else. Red and Eyes and their parents and everything else. Like I've said before, that world is definitely 100% going to be an extreme futuristic era that is also predating before a ginormous iron meteor crashes the earth kind of deal. In the sense that the there's not really going to be a massive earth earth crashing meteor, but there is going to be eventually uh, a giant event that happens that's similar to a giant meteor, except it's not going to be a giant meteor that kills everybody. It's just going to be some kind of metallic interference cloud that's going to cover the entire global earth that's going to uh, mess up 
Okay. This is a global apocalypse event that's going to happen that I have not deemed when this shit's going to happen. I've not deemed when, but it's going to happen 100% guaranteed no matter what anybody does or tries to prevent. It's going to fucking happen. Mainly because that's the only agreement between the three gods that this shit's going to happen. Okay. The, the entire global Earth is going to have major interference with a metal cloud that covers the entire global Earth system that is going to basically um, extremely interfere with anything that is a satellite-based node or any extreme long-range sensors of any kind. That means you're still going to have some Bluetooth, some Wi-Fi, some radio signals, some microwave signals, and other things like that. But if it's on a certain frequency-wise that is understandably that's going from space to Earth, if it's not almost like a direct message in the sense of a landline kind of boom kind of message through a wire or a direct, hey, I'm shooting something down to Earth, this is the message kind of thing, or vice versa, there's going to be massive miscommunications between anybody that's on the space side versus the Earth side. Which is going to create major chaos which is going to extremely empower uh, Kill Hall. But, but because Kill Hall is in agreement with the other two gods with this event happening, he's going to share the power with the other two gods. Which, he's not an evil guy. None of the three gods are actually evil. All three of the gods are in equal agreement with this event happening. So, the things that happen to lead up to that event and the things that happen during and after the event are actually going to power up all three gods extremely and I mean extremely mainly because and the main antithesis for that event to happen period is all going to be based around the patrons marks now saying this Saying this and the saying and, and saying that and coming up with that statement now, I am going to contradict myself. I am going to redo or reboot something badly, and I oh, I know I'm going to eventually, but 
This is the main kickoff event that has to happen. And I, and the much as I'm listening to a lot of D&D stuff lately, at least with the world of IO and, uh, I can't forget, I can't remember his name immediately, uh, but his world. And I know, I, I know people do not like how I am going to mention this, but I gotta mention Arcadia. No, Arcadia. I, I don't know anything about Arcadia. Arc, um, Arc, uh, or, um, uh, and that world in the sense of, uh, Arc, Arc, or, um, Arcane. Is, there, is he Arcane? Arcadium? Whatever that damn guy's name is. Uh, the idiot who did shitty things and fucked up his own community in the sense of world and because of his own fucking ego. That guy. He had some great points and great ideas implemented in his world. And some great stories going on. It's just shitty that some of the shit had to happen that, that, that happened around him and he was the antithesis of some of that shit happening. That and that's very sad that that had to happen. In the sense that he's the one that made it happen. Um but I'm gonna take I'm gonna pinch some of his ideas out of that in the sense of what how he talked about writing backwards in the sense that this one event has to happen no matter what the thing is. Like, that is the main plot. Like, this is your main point, emphasis, whatever. Anything before that is going is going to happen can happen in any way try, try to prevent it but no matter what something along the way is going to snap and it's going to it's going to happen no matter what and everything after that is completely unknown and I mean completely unknown And, and this is going to be my main standpoint for this. And it's only, and that cloud is only going to happen on Earth. And the reason I say only on Earth is because I want to mix in space travel, like slip space travel, like in Halo a little bit, and mix in some, because I'm, I, I like the aesthetics and I like the technology that's in Halo, but I also like the technology and the aesthetics that are in um, Dangerous Days. Uh, Amanda Carlson, I think. I think that's the author's name. I, I think that's right. I can't remember off the top of my head. But between those two, I really love the, the, the aesthetics between the two uh, and the concepts arts and everything like that. Um, so different things are going to happen 
and I'm going to leave you guys off there for right now.